Welcome to the Degenerates Clubhouse, a place for less than distinguished gentlemen to discuss nonsense and fuck all tomfoolery. With your hosts Aaron and Armando. Honestly, who's going to listen to this? What a couple of stupid fucking cunts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 48 of the Degenerates Clubhouse. We've been bad. We've been naughty. Bad boys. <laughs> Mondo, when you were in school, were you the sort of kid that always had your homework in time? Yes. My, my, yes. That's a short answer. I don't want to get into But yeah, I'd get home from work, do my homework, and then it would all be, always be turned in. So you probably don't have experience with this. I had plenty of experience of teachers going to me and saying, now why isn't this assignment in? You know it was <laughs> supposed to be in. And... There, there are two ways I saw kids handle that. There, the one way was what I did where I'm like, yeah, I just didn't do it. Uh, do you want me to still do it? And then they would look really disappointed and tell me to either do it or that I wasn't getting credit. And that was what it was. Or you had the kids that would sort of grovel and try to make excuses. And they'd be like, I couldn't do it because my dog had diarrhea. And then we had to take it to the vet. Except then the dog got in a car crash because it was driving. And it was a bad idea in hindsight. And there's like these long stories where you just, okay... Fuck it. Like, I, I just don't want to listen to you talk anymore, kid. Just fine. Just turn it in. And that, that seemed to be their, their go-to. Um, so what, all that is to say, we're going to give you our long, not too long, maybe not that long and hopefully not quite as pathetic version of uh, why we didn't have an episode for three weeks. Mondo, where were you? Because two of them were on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Two of them were on me. So, so one of them, I forget which weekend, the first weekend that we missed. I, I took off from work, I think, Wednesday after work, basically on a trip to California. So I it took me I, – I split my drive into two days. I did Wednesday night, and then all of Thursday got to L.A. on Thursday night or Thursday late in the afternoon. Packed up all my shit that I left in California. Again, when I when I left California to get here, Jaffe knows this. Like, I only came with a car full, like a sedan full of shit, like clothes and just kind of – just enough to survive. So – I officially got all the rest of my crap that had been in storage from California to here. That was weekend number one. Weekend number two was including the week prior, and the weekend was literally unpacking, unboxing, putting stuff away, cleaning, washing dishes, moving furniture around, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it, it took dumb Armando, like, basically, you know, two 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 weekends were my fault. <laughs> Well, yeah, and then even last weekend, uh, I, I was leaving uh, to Minnesota, and I said, Mondo, I'm going to not be here on Sunday. I will be on the road. I could come Saturday, and Mondo's like, oh, no, I still have to set up my many Dominic Cruz posters I literally, on the wall. Yeah, I literally didn't finish until, like, like Sunday at around lunchtime-ish, Sunday, is when I, like, officially finished. So fucking tired, so just beat up that i decided to treat myself to some seafood that night but yeah that you know it was it was a lot it was a lot to do and then you offered to help me which was which was nice i appreciate it but it was like there's only so much you can do and this apartment's not that big we'd be stepping on each other's toes and then you'd be asking me like hey where do you want this hey where do you want that so really i don't know oh yeah i was glad you didn't take me up on it but i was perfectly willing to help and just so listeners, you understand that when I said his many Dominic Cruz posters, that's not a joke. Uh-huh. There are four Dominic Cruz posters. Five, five, five. five. Where's five? the fifth one? One, right, one. He's there. Oh, he's oh my God, he's he's right. He's he's the smallest. So he wasn't the headliner. Yeah, I didn't see him because they're all kind of staring at me. Yeah. And there's one in particular where 
Joseph Benavides has a very sort of sensual, sultry look, and he's staring deep into my eyes, and I'm feeling something. I'm like, huh? Oh, no. I don't. I don't really know, know what these emotions are, but I'm a little upset that he's married to Megan Olivi right now. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're the the unfolding relationship between me and this Joseph Benavides Dominic Cruz poster is could be a running theme on the show. Maybe not. Um, no, no, no. Uh, what's her name's gonna get uh, jealous? Megan Olivi. She can come. No, too. not Megan Olivi. Um, Roxanne Water Ferry. Oh right, all right. We we dropped that bit. We can we can bring it back. Ooh, that, that could be uh, that could be a key party. It's just just me and Roxanne and Joe and uh, Megan Olivi. What's a key party? Oh, you're not you're not familiar with these? No. So uh, I don't know entirely how it works, but it's it's a swingers party. Oh, okay. It's, it's a, a form so. of an of an orgy where everybody comes, but they they put their keys in like a big bowl, and I think. Then you you like it's almost like Secret Santa where you're like picking out keys and that, that's how you, you you pair up. Really, I believe so. So what if you're a dude and you draw a dude? Hey man. Oh no, I don't want to be in a key party. <laughs> when in a key party. <laughs> but yeah, so the the well the nice thing is now that the the apartment is uh, fully furnished, um, I don't think I'm any any more pieces anywhere really. I don't have space. But now it actually looks like we have a studio, and I and I hope I'm crossing my fingers. Like we can't tell right now, but. When we play this audio back, I'm hoping that, for example, the posters have, in a, in essence, kind of created a better sound studio type quality thing. We will see. I don't know, but uh, maybe we'll just get smarter by osmosis. Just Dominic Cruz, his intellect will <laughs> rub off on us. We just you just seeing him, and we'll just think about being very very critical and intelligent. I guess the one thing I, I w- would share, because I, I don't think I want to talk about my, my trip in any great length either, but the weirdest part of the the beginning of the trip was when I was just trying to get to Minnesota. I ended up leaving kind of late uh, on Saturday. I'm driving through Nebraska. Oh, so you drove. You didn't fly it. I, I drove. Holy shit. In a car. It's not wow. that far. It's like 13 hours. Still. I mean, you like I remember when we went to the Arizona thing, the Flagstaff, that was a... That was a mission for you. And oh your, yeah, it yeah. fucking sucked. I mean, I was—I think I was a little bit better off this time. It, it wasn't quite as bad, but uh, so I, so yeah, I was I was driving. Uh, I no no interest in flying right now if I don't have to. I figure okay, I'll stop somewhere in Nebraska because it had not crossed my mind, not the vaguest thought that the entire state of Nebraska would be sold out when it came to hotels. <laughs> Because uh, I so I tried to stop in this town called Kearney, and there were like you know I think maybe nine ten hotels in Kearney. Every single one was sold out. Was there an event going on somewhere in Nebraska? I that- still don't understand what the fuck was going on because huh. Kearney was sold out. The entire the next town over was called Grand Island that was sold out. Lincoln, uh, Nebraska had it had like one room in a Super Eight, but they weren't sure if it was going to be open when I got there. It's like holy fuck, like, this huh. is nuts. I ended up going like way out of my way to uh, to Columbus, Nebraska, which I was like, "Hey, Columbus is in Ohio, fuckers. This is <laughs> you're you're copying your homework off of another Midwestern state, whoever named this." I tried to stop in Kearney because the the Internet uh, Holiday Inn Express websites that they had one room left, and I'm like, "Great, I will take it." As I'm going in, there's just drunken midwesterners roaming through the parking lot it looked like there had been a wedding at that hotel so that's probably why that one was booked i don't know about the other 10 and then i tried to check in and she and this this uh 
lady's like at the front desk. She's like, oh my God, I just got here like 30 minutes ago. I don't even know what's going on. It's all crazy. And she, and then she goes to sign me in. And she's like, oh no, did you, did you sign in on the, on the website? I'm like, yeah. Cause you've never seen me before. Right. Like <laughs> I didn't. And she's like, oh no, sometimes it'll say there's rooms open. There's, oh. there's no more rooms. I'm like, I just, I, cause I had been there for 15 minutes. Listening uh, to this rant. You're tired as fuck, too, from the long drive. It wasn't like you were, like, full of energy. You were, like, exactly on fumes. So, at that point, I was like, can you just give me my money back? I'm I'm just going to keep driving. And she, she was, uh, she's like, well, I, I, I will try. But, I mean, they shouldn't. Oh, that was the thing. This is the funniest part. She's like, you know, we're really not supposed to give you a refund unless we have a 24-hour cancellation notice. Fuck you. And, and I'm like... No, 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 I don't want to cancel. I want to stay in the room I booked. So if you want to go and kick the people out of that room so I can stay there, um, as long as, you know, they weren't having, like, hot group sex, like, I'll take it. <laughs> as long as there's one made bed that has not been uh, excessively soiled, I'll, t- I'll take it. But I don't, I don't want a refund. I want to go in my room. So your 24-hour cancellation policy shouldn't apply. And she's right. like... All right, well, I'm gonna write you this note, and here's my signature in case it doesn't just just so in case they charge you. And I'm like, oh my fucking god! Oh, no. All right, all right, lady, I gotta go. I'm tired, and, and then I drove another 90 minutes to I think it was 90 minutes to Columbus, Ohio, and there was like one room in a Ramada in Columbus. Wow, and it wasn't cheap. I mean, it wasn't the Ramada wasn't bad. It was like 90 bucks plus tax. Oh, okay, not too bad. I usually think I just think Ramadas usually are kind of up there in price, but I could be wrong. I, that's what I thought too. But out of I learned that there's like nine different hotels in all of Nebraska, and it's just the same hotels in every single town. It's like there's like a Holiday Inn Express, there's a Ramada, there's a, you know what I'm saying. It's the same exact like like chain in every single town. So uh, I thought Ramadas were fancy, but apparently not. <laughs> Anyhow, you just cared for a bed. That's all you wanted. I just wanted to get off, you know, the road so I could go to Minnesota, so I could do my shit in Minnesota, so I could come back here, so I could record this podcast. It was all leading up to this. I went through all that just to be here, and, and I'm glad to be here. So we can get into our first segment our instead first of segment. telling sad road stories. Instead of being sad, let's be happy and talk about uh, online, the wonderful world of online dating. By the way, update my um, my Bumble. Membership is expired. <gasps> Fuck that app. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm not going to go back and pay more money to get, oh, no. uh, go on zero dates. Fuck those women. I th- um, well, yeah, that's the idea. You didn't do it right. No, I didn't. But speaking of which, we're going to talk about deal breakers. Girls that, uh, you know, when we're out and about in this dating world. I don't I don't think you're doing it right, Mondo. What? I don't think you're bumbling correctly. No, I'm not. I got to choose a farmers only or Mexican chicks only or something like that. You know? Anyway. So Jaffe, you're you're on a first date, mm-hmm. and this gal, you she you catch her telling a blatant lie, like like not a like you're gonna die because of it, but like a, a white lie that still is like, hey, wait a minute, I know you're you're I know you're lying. Like, okay, what's the lie? It could be an anything. Like for example, uh, oh, I'm late because there was traffic on the I seventy. You know, or something like that. And just FYI, the I-70 has been closed this entire weekend because they're doing construction. So it's been closed since like, uh, you know, 10 o'clock at Friday night till 5 a.m. Monday morning or something. So so she's coming from out in that hood and she says she's late because she, there was traffic on the I-70, fully knowing that the I-70 was closed, like it was closed for construction. Something, something along those lines where it's not like, you know, damning her character as a person, but you know she's lying about, like she's just lying. So okay, so that could go two ways. If it was some, if it was traffic on I seventy, I, I I just let that go, right? Like who cares? Like I can't. 
if it was if it was a lie, I'm trying to think of an example. If it was a lie where I could kind of like playfully roast her for it, where it still felt good natured, but we could be like, ah, I got you a little bit. Yeah. Um, but it was still kind of funny, right? Yeah. Then I would do that. Okay. I, I don't really know. It's like you're you're late on the I seventy. Other than just calling her out, you know, that just doesn't that doesn't work quite as well. But if it was a lie about something else, about how like, you know, we were talking about movie, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I love that movie too," and she, and then she says something where she like, it's obvious she hasn't seen it. Yeah. Be like, "Oh really? What did, what did you like? Did you like? Did you like? Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of an example. Like she said, she she loved. Uh, what's what's a really serious movie that you like? A serious movie, uh, Kite Runner. Kite Runner. I've I've fuck I've never seen that either. <laughs> so so I'd be like, she was like, yeah, I loved I loved Kite Runner too. It's so good. I'm like, oh, so what did you think about Jim Carrey's performance in Kite Runner? Wasn't wasn't that amazing? I didn't think he was gonna start doing the Ace Ventura impressions, <laughs> but that really it really like hit home for me when he said, "All righty then," right at after that person was uh, brutally murdered. You know, have fun with it. Okay. Maybe that wasn't the best example, but yeah, no, no, I get, you, what, you're you get what I'm saying. You, you would kind of poke fun at her and kind of like at the same time, like, ha ha, I caught you bullshitting. Like, as long as it could be playful and I can yeah. make it apparent that I did not really care. Okay. Okay. W- would you uh, go on a, a bumble date with you match with somebody, but it becomes, well, it's not even becomes apparent. They make it clear. They're like, oh, I don't speak English that well. Like, like English isn't, is, not even their second language, and they're at like beginner to intermediate level on Duolingo. Um, they're, uh, let me say, they're Eastern European. I was gonna say because if they're if there's like if they're Spanish or, no, or no, Mexican, Eastern they, European, Eastern European. So their their English is very broken, very fucked up. They're Lithuanian. Sure. Um, yeah, I would. I would still. In fact, I I, I used to. I used to bang a girl that was from Vietnam that had a horrible, horrible English. Mando, why do you, why do you hit girls? Do no, not no, bang. No, no. That no, is mean. No. Why do you do this, Mando? And the, the the worst part about it is when she would call me. Like she, she would, you know, like when you're dating somebody, you'd call them and talk, have like phone conversations or whatever. And uh-huh. so she'd call me and like, I'm trying to have a conversation on a phone where I'm without the benefit of like body language to kind of mm-hmm. in, interpret some of the stuff she's trying to say. So she's talking to me, and I'm like, "Oh fuck, this is gonna be, this is not good." It didn't last very long. Did, did you do like uh, improv sign language when you were in person with her? No, no, no. Well, yeah, well, sort of to kind of get the point across. Like, yeah, there would be. I'm sure there were moments where you had to kind of like do. Do you want to go? You do little fingers walking across yeah. the table, and then fuck, and then you do the finger <laughs> in the hole on the other hand. Nothing that bad, but I think I'm sure there was some moments where we had some communication issues. Her, yeah, her English was very poor, and obviously, I didn't know Vietnamese. I wish I did know Vietnamese. And if if, he, if it had been true love, you would have weren't learned. But that's how you know. <laughs> you were like, nope, not learning. Learn to speak English, bitch. Oh, dude, she was a uh, she was toy like a toyga. Next, next, uh, <laughs> um, next deal breaker for you. Uh, she's still best friends with her ex boyfriend, and they talk on the phone a few times a week. Interesting. So. That's a that's a tricky dynamic because she really might be completely over him and there's nothing romantic or sexual on her part but he's definitely not over her. See g- girls can do that. Girls this is what I figured out. Um one of the reasons girls really want to stay friends with their exes is because they don't want somebody mad at them out there in the world because 
if a girl's mad at a guy, it's like, okay, whatever. Like, she's mad at me. Just I'm going to cut her out of my life. Fuck it. I don't have to deal with her anymore. Uh, if a guy's mad at a girl, he might murder her in her sleep. Oh. That that happens. So I think just as a natural instinct, girls are like, yeah, let me let me keep everything in my social circle nice and serene. Do and you think that goes through their heads? Yes, like, really? 100%. Huh. Um, Interesting. Yeah, girls are like worried about getting killed and raped on a really regular basis and just... At times where it would never cross our minds, we're we're like, yeah, I'm just gonna walk down the street, like nothing would happen, right? Yeah. And they're they're thinking like, oh no, like what's what's gonna happen? Like I could get raped or killed. That that is something that they think about way more than we do. But guys, if if they break up with an ex and it's not their idea, we're always gonna hold a little bit of a, a romantic flame. Like we never just get over it like that. I don't know about romantic. No, th- there have been times where I've gotten over completely over a girl. It's like, yeah, I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah, but did you still want to be friends with her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can complete. Yeah, we- yeah. There's been one or two. Yeah, there's been a couple of them where where it just didn't work out. We should have just stayed friends, and you know. Yeah, but at- okay. So you maybe you're the exception. I don't know if I completely believe it's, you, Mondo. It's, no, it's it's. Let me tell you, it's a lot more rare. Then it is common. Like, it's only happened once or twice on all of my dating, whatever. More often than not, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't want anything to do with you. Um, if you a girl's attractive and the guy splits with her, chances are... Chances are you want to bang every now and again. Chances still. are he still is is holding a little little candle and he's hoping that they'll get back together. Maybe not like no. I, for me, it wouldn't be romantic. It'd be like, I would like to bang you every now and again. That kind of thing, but not like a... Anyway... That's just my romantic, sexual, whatever, however you sure. want to call it. He he doesn't want to be platonic friends, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's hard. It's it's hard. It's hard for a dude to be. It is hard. That's the problem. Yeah, he he's 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 alone in his bed. He's hard, and <laughs> he's like, God damn it! So you have in a friend zone. So basically, I think I think here's the thing. I think I'd be okay with it. But I have to murder him first. Oh, okay. Right? Like, I need to just take him out of it. Or maybe maybe, maybe not murder. Maybe I can just get him transferred in his job to, like, another country or something. I send him to Lithuania. He's out of my hair. It's fine. So that's that's probably what I, what I have to do. Or or just get some dirt on him. Like, like uh, he masturbates to uh, 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 child porn or something. Oh, no, that's the worst. No, I'd rather just kill him. I mean, like, oh. I think framing someone for child porn, that's probably about the worst you could do. No, if they do it, if they do it... Okay, Mondo, let me walk you through this, okay? (laughs) To frame the person for child porn, you would first have to accrue a lot of child porn. (laughs) So now not only are you framing something for... I mean, because I... no, no, you could just find his laptop it, open one day and there's like kitty porn on there. And then you like, you just show your girlfriend like... Okay, that wouldn't be framing him for it. That would mean he was actually... Looking at child porn, in which case, like, yeah, I want that fucker oh, locked no, up. Oh no, no, I mean, like, like a legit, like he's legitimately into child porn. Oh yeah, you said frame him. Oh my bad. No, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about like make some shit up. I mean, like, if you catch, you find out he's into kitty porn, and you just tell your girlfriend, like, hey, your best friend, quote unquote, best friends into kitty porn. Like, you're just dropping knowledge at that point. Um, okay, <laughs> I, I get. You know what? In that scenario, uh, sure. I, I forget what the question was anymore. Let's if, move on. If she's still best friends with her ex boyfriend, Mondo, what? you match. You've matched with somebody on uh, one of these these dating apps. Um, you keep talking about farmers only. Well, so we'll say farmers only. <laughs> you, you, you you meet you match with a, a nice uh, girl from a, a working farm, and she's pretty hot. She's she's a little, little muscular because she's got to lift those bales of hay. Mm. Um, but you're like, yeah, she's definitely attractive, like nice, like chill, down to earth personality because she's like you know 
uh, used to milking uh, goats and cows. <laughs> Do you know what? You know what? This is. I learned this recently. So they don't they don't milk cows by hand anymore. There's like a machine that does it. Yeah. Uh, but in the winter when it's cold, they have to put a special salve on the cow's nipples so they don't get chafed from the machine. Huh. And there was some country singer, like some female country singer, that used like the cow nipple salve as part of part of her facial. Oh uh, shit. Yeah, like her skincare routine because apparently it's it's very soothing and moisturizing. Huh. So anyhow, there's there's, <laughs> there's this this uh, rural beauty that you have found, and you're like, yeah, she's great. She's just what I was looking for, but she's six foot four. I like tall chicks. However, I think <laughs> I think uh, I don't know, man, because. I do do I do like tall tall girls. I'm what am I like five ten maybe five nine with age? Who knows? For me to be dating a six foot four girl, like yeah, like where's she, the, where's the line on where's too yeah, tall? Yeah, she, she she could never wear heels because she, she could. Why not? Because then I, then she'd be six six or six seven or yeah. some shit, and then I I'd, I'd be like an entire foot shorter than her. <sighs> I don't know, man. Uh, I was pretty sure if I said six feet, you'd be like, yeah, no problem. Six. Three, I thought that might be that. That'd be the line. I was like six four. Is that too tall? I don't know, man. I'd have to like like my ego says. My ego says no, but again, if she's what, like, what about your ego? What about that is is threatening to your? Because it makes you feel like a little fucking midget, man. That's why you know what I mean. It makes you feel like uh like like uh like you couldn't. Like you know, they, there's a whole thing where when, when people get married, the guy carries her over the threshold. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way I could do that with a six foot four chick. Like, like she, what she's, she's, what she's, she's, she's trim and thin. You can't pick up a hundred. Like, uh, she might be like a hundred and eighty pounds. You can't pick up a hundred and eighty pounds. I don't know, man. <laughs> it's like picking up a me, dude. Come on. That that did crack me. I can't remember if I told this on the podcast, but I, there I was going out with that girl who was she was like five ten, mm-hmm. which isn't really that tall, yeah. frankly. I mean, I'm still still taller than her. But like in her mind, she she kind of had tall girl syndrome, right? Oh. Like, because I think for girls in particular, because they they mature and, and they grow a lot uh, sooner than guys do. Like when they're in you know middle school, like they're just towering over all the boys, so, yeah. and they kind of carry that. And I remember her telling me, she, and several times she's like, oh, "You couldn't pick me up," and I'm sitting there, I'm like, "You're." You're fucking five foot ten and like yeah. maybe hundred and sixty pounds. Wanted, I think she wanted you to pick her up to make her feel little. You know I, what I mean? I don't I don't think that was it. Because my interpretation was the same. I was like, Oh yeah, maybe she wants me to pick her up. But by the third time she said it, I was like, Fuck you, now it's a challenge. <laughs> challenge accepted. We were at my apartment and I and I she said that. She goes, You couldn't pick me up. And we're sitting on the couch. I'm like, All right, I've had enough of this. And I just swoop her off the cup, uh, off the couch. And then I was like throwing her in the air and catching her, uh, you know, not like super high, but she was probably getting about like a, a half a foot of clearance as I threw her up. And I'm like, I can toss you around like a small child. Stop this. Yeah. I, I had not planned it, but that was like the most alpha move I could have pulled off. And that le- led to the uh, first sexy time. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. I, and, I, and I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't think I can do that on a regular basis. <laughs> like, I don't think, maybe, I don't know. I never had thought of like, let me just pick a girl up caveman style, t- toss her in the air a little bit and uh, literally walk into the bedroom with her. Maybe that works. I don't know. Okay. So if she's six foot four, but I'm able to, I guess, manipulate her the way you manipulated that girl, then yes, I'm all for it. She could be tall as fuck as long as I guess she'd have to be, you know, cause I'm not a very strong guy. So she <laughs> She'd have to be like she, a she, fucking rail thin for me to, you know. She she's six foot four, one thirty. Yeah. 
I don't know. That's too sickly. She's got um, an eating disorder. All right, yeah, Aaron. She's a reformed lesbian wanting to get back into dudes. <laughs> well, she's, so she's bi. Sure, sure. She she was yeah. I guess no. She's she clearly states she was she's only been into girls and uh-huh. then she wants to try. With oh, she dudes. just wants to try. Yeah, she wants yeah. to try guys. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Uh, so you gotta describe this bruiser for me. <laughs> well, she's not butch. She's uh, she's attractive. She's not a ten. She's uh, she's you know average. I'd say like a seven. You know, that's not okay. So just to be clear, how averages work, a five would be average. Oh no, uh, for me the no no no. But that's the, so so on a on a like a one to ten scale, the thing in the middle would be a five. Okay, so she's a seven. She's a seven. She's a she's a okay, little so bit she, more attractive so than she, a, she. She was hot, and and she was the girl in the lesbian relationship. Yes, her her ex girlfriends were always like butch butchly women. Were they more manly than I am? Some of them were. A couple of them, yeah. One of them liked to hunt. Another one uh, liked to, to ride motorcycles. And it's kind of cheating, right? Because they can get any size strap on they want. Yep. There's, there's no. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm just real tired today. My strap on went limp. <laughs> that's a lot. Of, see, that's a lot of uh, expectation to to live up to. So she, she's, uh, she's come from dating this strap on wearing hunting Harley Davidson riding. Uh, I'm assuming, I'm assuming this this uh, ex girlfriend of hers had a mullet as well. Sure. Okay. And but she just wants to try, and for some reason she thinks I'm I'm the one to uh-huh. bring her back to, to yep. men. Uh huh. God, that's a lot of responsibility. I don't. <laughs> I want to be like, hey, maybe. Well, you know what? You know what? You know what? Fuck it. F- fuck it. Because this is this is what I was thinking. I was like, I don't really know if. Uh, I would be the one to give you the the quintessential male dating experience. Like you could probably date just a more regular dude. That would go a lot better. But then I realized, oh, she obviously doesn't want to be with regular dudes because she's been dating lesbians. I will enter into this assuming this relationship <laughs> will fail. But like, hey, let's let's you know have some fun with this. Nice. <laughs> and and then you know if. I ruin guys for her for well. It's not even I ruined it. She's she's never experienced it. So if I send her back down the the path of uh, the Isle of Lesbos, she's <laughs> she's she's sailing through the uh, what was what was the name of the um, the island that Wonder Woman came from? The Isle of Lesbos. I don't know. I don't uh, remember. Okay. Anyhow, if I if I send her back to uh, fraternizing with the Amazonians, then you know that is what it is. So yeah, yeah. Why not? All right, your turn. It's my turn. Okay. So would you date a girl that had a prosthetic limb? And does it matter which limb? Uh, Yeah, I would date a girl with a prosthetic limb. You know what? I, so when I think of that... I it was think, a leg. Yeah, yeah. So hold on. When I think of that, I think of the girl from uh, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo. Uh-huh. She didn't have a leg, but she was fucking hot. Okay. And she was cool as fuck. I, I take it back. It's, it's, the, it's an arm. And... She she really like when when you're getting intimate. She really likes using the arm. That's fine. And, and Unless she likes to use that arm and put it in no no parts, then then no. <laughs> like she likes to, she wants to finger my butt with her prosthetic. Then I'm out. She says, Mondo, I'm still getting used to the calibration of of, <laughs> of the hand, but I'd really like to try to jerk you off with it. I don't know. That might be kind of cool, dude. This, this is this is a trust exercise, Mondo. If if it ends up breaking my dick off, I'm gonna be upset, you know. But yeah, hey, why not? When in, let's let's give it a shot. Let's give it a whirl. You never know. It might be kind of cool. All right, Aaron. Mm-hmm. 
Is this a deal breaker for you or not? She's a what's known as a furry. Uh, so so that's just just uh, recreationally, right? And, and, and okay, so so let me clarify uh, for listeners who are not familiar with furries. These are people who like to dress up in sort of uh, fluffy animal-based costumes, essentially giant, uh, transforming themselves into giant stuffed animals. So, like, does she always want to be in furry mode when there, you know, uh, there's in- intimacy and sex involved, or is this just a sometimes thing? It's furry mode whenever sex is involved. Like that turns her on. No, nope. outside of that, I'm out. You're out. You're out. That's one where, like, on a first date, I'd be like, "Ah, this will be hilarious." I would, I would even join her in in furry mode once, <laughs> but no, no, thank you. I, there has to be some sort of weird sort of pathology under that because there's something I think just on about like skin on skin contact that's very very soothing yeah for humans like you your brain releases all kinds of good chemicals and oxytocin and all this stuff when you've got that that skin to skin contact and there's got to be something weird in the psychology of furries where like oh no like I want to <laughs> have a huge layers of fake fur in between um so yeah long term that would not work out that'd be a no all right you're up so, uh, you you match with a girl, pr- pretty hot, but she's a little bit rough around the edges. Not not she's somewhere in between like supermodel hot and that girl that you were describing, who is my uh, my lesbian girlfriend's uh, masculine partner, right? So she's like between a supermodel and like uh, the hunting motorcycle wearing uh, mullet uh, adorned. Uh, biker check and mm. so she so she she's she's hot but she's also like kind of masculine and she's in she's in like a hardcore biker gang hmm and she's she's just said she's sick she's only dated like bikers her last two boyfriends have gotten arrested and you know they're not and they're not crazy it was just for you know um normal biker stuff you know uh smashing up some bars raping teenagers stuff like that oh shit and but but they're not they're not a problem. They're not gonna like come back and, and exact revenge. But she just this is the first time she wants to date outside of their what do they call them? Like their colors or their patches or whatever. Yeah. And she wants you to be her, her, her first non biker boyfriend. I, I would go out with her, but I don't think it would last. I think it would be like like, yeah, I'm not masculine enough for you. <laughs> like I'm not uh But, but not, what if that's what she wants? She's sick of all the biker bullshit. She wants a, a, a I guess, a Some, something different. Guy. She doesn't know. Yeah, like I said, I would go out with her, and then we'd go from there and figure out if it's like worth pursuing something after that. But w- yeah, what, what if she really likes you and you really like her, but she insists that you ride on the back of her motorcycle everywhere? Oh, if I'm like riding behind her, like like I'm the bitch. No, uh, uh-uh. nope. No, just on the motor. She just she just likes that aspect. Everything else, you can still be the guy. Nope. That was that was the deal breaker for you. I've been I've I dude you that's like that's uh emasculating like to be behind like behind a girl like your girlfriend. I don't know. I, I quite like being behind girls. Yeah, I do too. But not on a motorcycle. Makes me would make you look kind of like a sissy. I don't know. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do it. I would just say, hey, let's take my car. <laughs> I know you like riding your motorcycle, but let's take my car. Wow, that blew my mind. That that was the line for you. Yeah, dude. Sorry. I would say, hey, I get to be behind uh, in other places, and you get to be behind. You know, I'll be behind on uh, on the motorcycle. Yeah. Okay. All right. Last one for me. Uh, she has very poor personal hygiene. No. Like she doesn't wear deodorant no. or doesn't brush her teeth. 
no, we're we're out. I mean, that was an easy one. No, okay. Right. <laughs> like, okay. I'm not supposed to say about that. There, there's no, um, like, oh well, maybe if this or that. Nah, that's just a no. Uh, you want to give me one last one, or do we go to Reddit? Let's go to Reddit. Okay. My bad. I, I didn't come up with good ones. That's okay. Uh, on Reddit this week, this one was your idea, and I do. It's gonna be fun to talk about because I'm sure this is everybody's fantasy. You wake up tomorrow with Jeff Bezos' current net worth, which is two hundred and nine billion dollars. What do you do? That's a lot. Do you have anything that jumps I, to mind? I mean, this is like everyone. Everyone has the the dream to be stupid rich, and like I'd buy I'd buy a home. Uh, I'd buy a home out here, probably. Hmm, I don't know where exactly where, but maybe up north more, closer to the mountains, somewhere up north. I'd open up a business of some sort. I wouldn't I wouldn't continue working with what I'm doing now. Not that I don't like my job, but I would do something that I could just be like really passionate about and uh I'd fucking travel a lot. I'd buy homes for like family and shit, you know, like that like but get a house for my sister and her family and all that shit. So. Okay, so so what would you do with the other? So so how, what was the net worth, net worth again? Two two hundred nine billion dollars. Okay, so you would do that stuff. So then, what would you do with the other two hundred eight billion nine hundred ninety million dollars? <laughs> I, I would, like I said, I would do something where I could. I could pass the time, not necessarily have to like be feel like I have to work or I have to do something, but somewhere I could have fun with. I think I would help, like I would, I would do a lot of philanthropy stuff, but not because, like, not for the tax write-off reasons, but more because, like, you know, they're like spread spread the love, spread the wealth. You know, like if I have stupid amounts of it, I don't need that much. I would do a lot to like help people. That's just a, an insane amount of money to me. I mean. The the answers you were giving to that was that was sort of the sort of things I would say for like oh you get a million dollars or or, or two million and I guess maybe now more like two two to five million two hundred nine that's just that's just an economy breaking number yeah it's just an obscene amount I'd buy an island or seven seven islands yeah the, just, you make the Mondo Islands yep like the Cayman Islands but. I'd make myself king. I'd make myself king. Oh, you you just want your own country? Yeah, why not? Fuck yeah, Mondoland. I I did think about this one quite a bit, to the point where I remember. Oh right, Jeff Bezos was married to Mackenzie Bezos, and then he became Doctor Evil and was fucking around <laughs> and and you know screwing some intern or something, and she divorced him and she got half of his money. So Mackenzie Bezos, via divorce, became the richest woman in the world. And there was a second where I was like, well, obviously, the, you know, we're completely in fantasy land. But I'm like, oh, maybe what happens if you just like shack up with Mackenzie Bezos or Mackenzie? I think she's Mackenzie Scott now. She She's like, you know what? I'm not going to keep that asshole's last name. I don't blame her. This is the part that blew my mind. I was like, is she did she remarry? Because it was it was a while ago. And I was looking it up and it goes, you know, saying, oh, yeah, she she married a a high school teacher named Dan Jewett. I'm like, what? No fucking... I, I worked with a Mr. Jewett at Harriton High School the first year after I graduated from Whittier. Pretty sure his name was Dan. Holy shit. And I pull up a picture. I'm like, that's motherfucking Mr. Jewett. Really? Because I, I was wondering. I was like, what kind of guy would she even want to marry? Like, I, I'm assuming she'd want, like, the complete polar opposite yeah, yeah, yeah. of, uh, you know, Dr. Evil Jeff Bezos. And I was like, wow, Mr. Jewel was a really fucking cool guy. Yeah. He was chill. I played poker with him. I guess that makes sense. That's that's who she would end up with. That was a little little side note. 
I immediately started thinking, I think along the lines she, uh, she has, because she's been giving away billions and billions of dollars to the point where I think Whittier actually got a whole chunk of change. I think Whittier got like $10 million from her. Yeah, yeah. Because she was trying to uh, support schools that had like like large minor- uh, minority populations and stuff like that. So thank you. Thank you, Mackenzie Bezos or Mackenzie Scott to for giving our, our struggling alma mater money. I wanted to establish a scholarship fund, and this would this would be like thirty billion dollars. So I so I could put maybe two thousand um, doctors through medical school free of charge every year. So just two thousand doctors every year would graduate from middle, medical school with zero bills, no no debt, no student loans, nothing. Would they have to be? Would they have to be people that were from? Uh... No. It could just be any background. They could be they could be wealthy people already, and you're still going to put them to school. Like you wouldn't want to make it where it was like people that were like from rougher parts, and they dug themselves out. You know, from oh yeah, ideally. I mean, you, we can get into the nitty gritty. Um, yeah. So, so you're saying if if someone was insanely like if well, like if their mom's a fucking lawyer and their dad's already a doctor, and they come from money, obviously, like, and their kid wants to go to med school, like you put them, you know, you put. You give them the free ride. I'm not gonna to get down to the minutia of how I'd structure it, but the goal would be to get 2,000 people through medical school who otherwise would have ended up with huge debt. Got it. In all the frustrations and everything I've seen with the the United States and our medical system, one of the one of the huge problems is we just don't have enough doctors. Like I think for every thousand people in this country, we have I think it's like 2.5 doctors, mm-hmm. and Countries like Germany, Australia, for every thousand people, they have four doctors. That's a huge difference when you yeah. think about it. Because it's almost like a joke in this country. Like, um, yeah, I went to the doctor. I was in the waiting room for, you know, uh, two hours. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking doctors. It's like, no, 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 that's not how that's supposed to be. <laughs> like, right. That's because they're overloaded. They're taking way more patients than they can see. And then you go in and they see you for like 10 minutes and they have to go to the next person. Yeah, it doesn't matter how good of a doctor you are. If you're overloaded with patients, you just can't be very effective. That was that was my first thing. I had many other plans, but that was the first one that popped into my head, and uh, it was it was this doctor scholarship fund. Um, I'm gonna read some of the answers on Reddit. <laughs> uh, user Pumas at work responds with, "I would add guacamole to my chipotle order." <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. Uh, user Bros42 or Brose42 writes, buy the Lego UCS Imperial Star Destroyer. Uh, oh, oh, that was the one. That was the one joke one I had. I, I, I wanted to buy every existing copy of Fifty Shades of Grey and then have them? a mass book burning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would do that shit too. Because uh, that's that's philanthropic in its own way. Sure. Yeah, you'd be doing uh, men justice. Uh, user Norm PA says, "Ask my wife. I died of a heart attack." <laughs> uh, last one I'll read. Uh, user let us watch, let us watch TV in peace. R- responds with, "Buy America. How much do politicians cost?" That's a good one. Actually, uh, the funny part, not that much. Right. Like some of them, you can actually look at how much these uh, lobbyists are paying them. It's like I don't know, like a hundred thousand grand. Cheap, and you can afford it. You have money uh, left. I just over. said a hundred thousand grand. A hundred grand. 100, Jesus Christ. A hundred thousand grand. <laughs> so that was it for uh, Ask Reddit. We're only doing one because this episode's gonna be super long otherwise. But uh we're gonna visit our favorite superhero, Florida Man. 
Florida man sought by police for stealing WWE title belts as Sheamus's necklace. And Sheamus's necklace, sorry. Uh, a Florida man is being sought by police after stealing equipment from the WWE and WWE star Sheamus. According to police, on May 22nd, between uh, noon and 1.58 a.m., an unknown suspect pictured below entered the USF Yingling Center located at 12 blah, 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 blah in Tampa, Florida. Okay, so so this was uh, like the Florida man version of a, mis- a Mission Impossible, right? It's or like Ocean's Eleven. I, I prefer to think of it more. So Ocean's Eleven was this huge plan involving all these different people. And, you know, you're going to do this part and you can do this part and everything has to go like clockwork. I don't think that's quite in Florida Man's wheelhouse. This is more of a, a one-man uh, operation, you know, breaking into a highly secured facility, you know. and More like a Lupin? Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and, 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 you know, Lupin was stealing uh, a priceless gem necklace, Mission Impossible. He had to break into a database. Florida Man's got his priorities fucking set. He's like, I need some WWE <laughs> memorabilia so I can decorate my apartment. Uh, once inside the closed building, the, the closed building, The suspect selected several items belonging to the WWE, which include three title belts signed by various WWE stars, a prop cross necklace worn by WWE star Sheamus, and a corner pad. The suspect was captured on surveillance video and is described as a Hispanic male, 25 to 30 years old, Uh with brown hair, a mustache, and a light goatee. This guy has hair, so it's not me. This guy has nice hair. Well, well, if it was you, it also wouldn't be a WWE belt. It would be Dominic Dominic Cruz's. UFC championship belt was stolen from his home, um, and his dog was found sedated. His dog was found, uh, yeah. Um, Crime Stoppers of Tampa is offering a f- reward of $5,000 for information that leads to the ID and arrest of the unknown suspect involved in the case. And then they got the hotline number. Here's the thing is, is this guy going to take this stuff and, like, is it personal? Like, is he going to, like you said, decorate his own apartment? Or is he going to try to resell it? Because I will tell you this, and I know this. WWE fans are fucking nuts and will just like I have my MMA shit like the price of WWF merch is like double triple like it's just Mm. that's how big fanatics these guys are so if he has like an authentic Sheamus whatever necklace and a signed WWE belt like it's probably worth more the you know it's probably worth a house like maybe I'm exaggerating but it's worth a lot of money how do you fence that because I feel like if he just tries to sell it on eBay, they would find him. Is there a secret WWF black market? There's got to be some crazy, crazy, hardcore enthusiasts out there that will know a guy that knows a guy that knows a guy that can get him what some if, stuff. What if it was on contract? What if this guy... See, there there was this uh, like rich... Well, for Florida, rich. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, UFC fan, and he's been trying to get that belt for years and, and Seamus is like, no, I'm not going to sell that to you. And so he hires this guy. I, I don't, I don't, I'm trying to think of what he would even sound like. Um, he's, so he's def- definitely old. Uh, probably this guy's probably in a wheel- wheelchair and he owns, Oh, that's, that's what he, he, he probably owns like several trailer parks. That's where <laughs> his money comes from. He's like a trailer park slumlord. And he, and this is one of the guys who's going to get evicted from the trailer park. And he tells him, he's like, all right, I will I will wipe out all your trailer park debts. I will let you continue living here for another year, but you have to break into what was the name of the, the she- center? Seamus. No, what was the name of the, oh, the, the place that he the, it was like the USF USF Yingling Center. Wait, yeah, wait, is this in Florida? 
Yingling's a beer. Yeah. I wonder if Yingling made it down to Florida. Crazy. You have to break into the USF Ying Asian sounding center <laughs> place. I don't know how to say these crazy words. And you got to get me that belt. You take anything else, that's fine. Just make sure it doesn't lead back to me. You get me that belt, your debts are wiped clear. This is your mission should you choose to accept it. And then what do you say if you're that guy? Uh, I'm going to grow hair and then go break into... Oh, maybe it's maybe it was Mondo. Maybe it was weird. <laughs> Mondo. It was Mondo in disguise. Yeah, right. No, I'm I'm serious. Some of that stuff is worth a shit ton of money. Like, I don't, I don't know what my collection is worth, but I'm guessing I could buy a a very nice car. There, there, there's one trailer in the trailer park. It looks like all the others on the outside. You go in, in the inside. It's like super fancy. There's just UFC. Or sorry, <laughs> I keep saying. Uh, there's just WWF memorabilia everywhere. And that was the crown jewel that he was missing. He takes it, he puts it up on the wall. Yeah, I got it. And then um, and then he just, you know, I, I don't know what happens. Like, with, with people who collect like that, like, is there a certain point where you just can't fill the sadness in your heart with... <laughs> With memorabilia, Mondo. Yeah, <laughs> no, speak no, to you that, know, please. No, you know what? I never really so the stuff that I collect. I never really thought about reselling it ever, but um, I've been keeping a close eye on like the like what you would call the market of of the price of some of this, the market value of some of this stuff. I'm like, oh uh -huh. shit! If I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna sell it now, and and I'm I'm putting some serious thought into selling, uh, maybe not my posters and some of this other kind of shit, but like my my. Dominic Cruz cards, like I'm telling you, I can get, I can probably get a car, like a like a good, like you know, not necessarily luxury, but a very good new car. Uh, Fucking do it. Yeah, I may, I may, I gotta, I gotta do a lot of homework and and crunch a lot of numbers. And then... here's a question: if if you could get one piece of UFC memorabilia, like anything, so like the glove that someone wore, or just just literally anything you wanted, um. That you know, that's out there in the 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 ether. Like, what would you get? Uh, there, there isn't much out there that I would that I'm like that's sought after that I would be like, oh, I want that. You Doesn't know? have to be anything crazy. Just something like that. Even personally, like you that you would want. Uh, maybe yeah, maybe like a, 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 a one of Dominic Cruz's championship belts. I'm just that's I'm just making that up. I don't know if that's actually what it would be, but yeah, something like that or. Or, uh, yeah, something like that. I was trying to... What, what, okay, let me rephrase that a different way. What, what was the... Was there one particular, like, match that just made you, like, the happiest? You got the, the most um, kind of feel-good energy from seeing? Uh, there's been a lot of them, but I really liked um, the, the fight with uh, uh, Randy Couture when he when he came out of retirement and fucked up... Uh, uh, what's fucking... Uh, a tall, goofy guy from the Midwest. Sure. Uh, okay. Uh, anyhow, this, <laughs> I, I thought this was going somewhere. It didn't. We're gonna back out of this alley, and uh, you know what? That was that was Florida man. Yeah. So so this could have been a standalone act. I would like to believe it was part of a, a larger uh, Ocean's Eleven Lupin sort of scheme. That was all at the direction of a trailer park slumlord in Florida. It's Florida man, so I would not be shocked if that comes out to be the case. Uh, equally, we'll move, we're moving on to the next segment. Equally as fucking nuts as people in Florida is the wonderful, wonderful world of Craigslist. Mm. We're going to return to that uh, segment, uh, what the fuck Craigslist? And I'm going to read, I'm going to read these and then uh, we can kind of react. Let's try to make them brief because we're running kind of late here. But uh, first one, 
Female pen pal needed. My brother-in-law is in search of a female pen pal to write him while he is incarcerated. <laughs> you must be willing to send photos, preferably a nice and understanding woman. He is not crazy. He will have to be incarcerated for the next 13 years. For more details or if you're interested, please contact me. Blah, 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 blah. She has her information there. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> it's almost like... Like like you and I are fucking idiots. We it's we we could have responded and said that we were women and then just sent a like a random photo. So I think I think this is the perfect long con revenge scheme. I'm putting this out there for if any guys out there who's just absolutely furious with an ex girlfriend, this is what you do. <laughs> you, you 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 take some photos from her Instagram feed. Ooh, and you write this guy. You attach the photos. Be like, yeah, I want to be his pen pal. So the whole time he's incarcerated, you're just you're just writing him. You're kindling this romance. You're sending, uh, you know, social media photos. And then when he gets out, once he gets out, you just give Dang. her the address. <laughs> Jesus. That's that's just next level of addictive. To my earlier point, that is something I could see a fucking guy doing. A girl would never do that. That's why girls do have no, to be worried. Girls would do some crazy not, shit. Like not that. to that level. Girl girls would destroy your apartment on the way out or something, throw your shit in the street. They wouldn't okay, this this was this Are was, you trying to say women aren't are not intelligent enough to conceive of such a plot no no it's not intelligence it's, it's different let me i'm going to try to paraphrase uh louis ck put it great uh great he was talking about the difference between raising like like little boys and little girls and he was like boys are hard to raise all my sisters have boys and i just feel for them because it's really hard here's the thing though girls are just as hard to raise but on a whole other level they're just different here's the difference to me between boys and girls boys fuck things up Girls are fucked up. Boys just do damage to your house that you can measure in dollars, like a hurricane. Girls leave little scars in your psyche that you find later, like genocide or leprosy. And then I'm not going to read the whole thing, but he basically, he describes the scenario with his two daughters where like one of the daughters had a doll, like they had matching dolls and one of the dolls got broken and the 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 girl the older daughter whose doll got broken forced him to break his younger sister oh her, shit his sister's doll in the same place so they'd be equal and it's like it's like, it like crying as he did it wow and I'm like yeah that's that's like the psychological like little girl shit like girls function on an emotional level that's how they exact their revenge they don't uh, send incarcerated men to your 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 home to destroy you Dude, physically dude's gonna get locked or his is going to be locked up for 13 years so it's not like a like his punishment is not—he didn't do something like minor to get thirteen years. Dude, he, he could have just been smoking pot in the wrong state for fuck's sakes. You think so? Thirteen years? Yeah, there's people on like long-term drug charges because they were whole, they had just enough where oh. it was they were saying that it was it was the intent to sell or something, Got it. and they get locked up for. Ins- I mean, there there are people who are still locked up for marijuana use in states where marijuana is now legal. Yeah, how does that fucking make any it's sense? Dumb. All right. Maybe next. he's a cool guy. Maybe you know what? Maybe you're doing him and your ex a favor. This is really altruism, and you're just a, we're just we're just good people. Next, uh, Craigslist posting. The title is Pinky Pasta Frankie Pinici. Listen, Jimmy, I told you the guy he wasn't cut for the job, but he wouldn't stop insisting. By the way, I'm trying to read it the way he's he's spelling things. Okay, so if you ask me, guy is a real dunce and has no good authority telling us what is up or down. Either way, Sal Francisco was at the party last Thursday and said he was looking for an upright jazz bassist. I don't listen to that nonsense shit. 
but Sal is a good pal of mine, and so it would be nice if he found himself this little goon musician partner, a basis to make them the three fucking Maroons or whatever jazz trio. Jimmy, I already told you, they are into that jazz shit. You know that fucking chicken Korea or Herbie handballs or fucking John Coldcut shit? Yes, Jimmy, like Millie Davids. All right, you fucking know that Sal is good for you, Jimmy. Okay, then it is settled. And oh, by the way, don't forget to tell Tony Paisano that he still has to go get permission from the boss to be loitering around Franco's. I read this and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I was trying to find the thread of what was going on in that, and I am completely in the dark right now. I, I think I had to read it four or five times, and I, I, I may have found logic behind it, but I could be completely wrong. But my point was, it was just some fucking crazy fucking loon ranting and raving. Obviously, it was like it was like I'm directing something specifically to one person. Like I want this person to get my message. But why put all this shit on Craigslist and none of it makes sense? Like it's like all ranting and yes, it's all goofy and I am not that person that he was directing it to. I pass. Yeah, it was, but it was still funny to read. It was like holy shit, some people are really fucking nuts, dude. Where was that from? That was from Boulder. Okay. Yeah, you know what? They're really high. Could be. That that was uh that was a mushroom induced Craigslist posting. Sure. Next. Next one. Found dot baggy of um dot 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 oregano. My kids and I found it on the bike path right next to a children's park. In case nice. you misplaced your weed and want it back, give me a call. And there's like a little baggie of uh you know, you don't know a whole, you know, a lot of about weed, Aaron, but this is like maybe, maybe a gram or two of weed. So it's okay, not... Boulder Police. Good, right, exactly. good try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just kidding. I mean, it, it is legal at this point. It's funny that it was next to a, a children's park, but... Yeah, this one's actually in Loveland. The other one was from Boulder. But still, it's like, hey, if I lose this little amount of weed, I am not going to respond to a Craigslist ad and be like, oh, yeah, that was my weed. Like... You don't know if it's a sting or some shit. Like, and especially because weed is so cheap. Like this, this amount of marijuana is maybe, I'd say, ten to twenty bucks worth of marijuana. Like, it's not like, you know I, what I mean? I, I, Loveland is hilarious. They do have like huge Valentine's Day celebrations, and mm. it's. I feel like it's an ironic title. Like, like if there was a, like a really poor poor town in the Midwest called Richville. And they're like, the one cold mine closed down and they're all destitute. It'd be kind of ironic. And same thing with Loveland because I've, I've been there. I don't think there's love in that town. No. Next uh, Craigslist ad. I'm going to read it out and then I'm going to show you the photo. And I want you to describe the photo that you see, okay? okay. Found picture album, personal, in the King Supers parking lot at, at Mineral and South Broadway. Okay. Various is. individual and couples photography of an intimate nature. Oh, nice. Will be desecrate in its return. I, I think they, they meant the discreet. Discreet, yeah. But they put desecrate. Will be discreet in its return. Just tell me the subject matter of one or two pictures so to make sure it's yours. So, and so, so uh, okay, so it's it, it's the, uh, the lesbian girlfriend that I described earlier. <laughs> Uh, she's got she's got some short spiky hair, and it looks like she was trying out different facial moisturizers. <laughs> she was like, "Let me try the Nivea." No, that doesn't work. And she worked her way up just to just good old normal Vaseline. And she's like, "No, I don't think that's enough. Let me get a little bit more of the Vaseline on my face, a little bit more." And then she wondered, "What does the Vaseline taste like? Let me see if I can lick it off my own face." Oh, let me just put a big dollop of it on my uh. tongue, and. 
they're like, oh, you know what? You look so beautiful with your face all shiny and this sort of white stuff all over it. Let's put some pearl earrings on you yep. just to complete the look. And she's like, that's perfect. And then they took a picture. And it's very, very classy. Uh, we're probably going to see this in the Denver Museum of Fine Art <laughs> at an upcoming exhibit. So I'm um, thank you for showing this to me. Yeah. So it's basically a, a what would you say? She's like a early 50s, late 40s maybe? That that woman is somewhere between 33 and 60 years old. And I wouldn't say 60, but yeah, okay, maybe. The blur, the picture's kind well, of Well, she, she's been using all the moisturizers. Yeah. And I, uh, I, I think she gets her face moisturized maybe, maybe I was going to say daily. Looking at that, maybe a couple times in the same yeah, day. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's got her tongue out. She's got a tongue ring, so she know you know she's fucking freaky, and she's basically been uh, uh, facialized uh, by someone someone's jizz. It's no, no I, what are you talking about? Okay, you're, you're uncru- you know that that's one thing that 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 is sort of a, a cultural and and ethnic thing. Where for a long time there was that thing about how like black people age really well. Mm-hmm. I mean, and they they do. But I really think a huge part of that is they moisturize way yeah. more than white people. because yeah, they get ashy. Yeah. Well, we do too. Uh, white yeah. people, everybody gets ashy, but you just don't see it as much on lighter skin tones. Yeah. So you, you don't have that, oh, my skin's dry. I have to moisturize. So I wonder if we all just, you know, took up her skincare regime. There's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of vitamins and minerals. Pass. Well, I mean, you don't, you, you could, you can do that moisturizing yourself. No, thank you. Uh, last one on Craigslist. Saw you at King Supers. Well, you were the tall brunette with near perfect body that farted in the bread section last night. I was the tall guy next to you that looked over and asked, "Was that you?" You quickly replied, "No, it wasn't me." You almost seemed seemed insulted that I would ask. As the stink grew, you continued to not deny your flatulence, but it was evident. I tried to get rid of the stench by waving two loaves of ciabatta bread. <laughs> you proceeded to storm off in an angry manner. You are beautiful, and even if you are a liar and fart like a Clydesdale, I'd love to meet up. So, so this is the scenario from your your uh, deal breakers question. Where if she so so that's perfect. If she lied like something you know something like that, you just have to roast her a little bit. See, he, he but he she wa- got mad. But he, well, so there's two things. One, he wasn't playful enough about it, right? He just like flat out accused her, and two. If you're a little bit more playful, so so like she farts and you're like, what the fuck? Are there ducks in this King Supers? That is unsanitary. And then and the smell comes. Oh no, one of the one of the ducks left a duck crap. Do you see? Can you find it? I don't want to slip on the duck crap. And then if you're just like like messing around like that, and then she storms off. Fuck it. Like you don't want to, that. That would be a a too, you know someone who's a little bit too high maintenance. But if you give her an out because you blame it on the, the King Supers ducks and then she still gets mad. That's great. You dodge a bullet there. But if you give her an out and she's like plays along, then you know you made it something where it's not bad and, and you didn't just say, "Did you fart? You're a dirty, disgusting human being," and I am appalled to be in your presence. Like that's how she interpreted what he said. Women have a lot of cultural stereotypes. Women are not supposed to fart. Yeah, they're and supposed they, to be beautiful, perfect. Women don't, they don't fart. Have, they don't poop. No, they don't. I mean. They they only pee in certain bedroom <laughs> settings, depending uh, depending on. You, so so the woman from that last photo we saw, she definitely pees. Oh yes, and probably has other facial stuff that includes urine. Who knows? Her 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 her, uh, her bed has the regular sheets and then has the rubber sheets underneath the regular Ooh, sheets. Gross for for uh, naughty sexy time activities, but but yeah. So 
this this you, you can't you can't come on that strong if you're calling somebody a uh, woman out on farting because they're mortified. She she was raised since she's a little girl. Women are dainty and perfect and we don't fart. And she's been holding in her farts for 20 years and that <laughs> one slipped out and she was just just completely mortified and dead inside. Like I can't believe it. And then this guy's like, "Did you do that?" And she's like, "Motherfucker." And then she got in a huff. It's not her fault. So that was it for uh, Craigslist. And that was it for the episode, really. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up this uh, episode? We went a little, little bit longer, but it's okay. All right. Well, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I, I don't, I'm not going to California anytime soon, so that hopefully I could be here to we be, could record. I'm, uh, uh, you know what? Fuck. I was about to say I'm not going to Minnesota anytime soon, but that's a lie. I am. Uh-oh. Going back to Minnesota. We are we are looking to add video to this. Uh, more details uh, when it happens or when we get closer to it. But yeah, now that we have an actual studio-looking place, we, mm. we're looking to maybe add video. So maybe you'll see us on YouTube or something. Studio slash Dominic Cruz Shrine. It's not just Dominic Cruz. It's, it's 90% Dominic Cruz. No, it's 50% Dominic Cruz. There's also Joanne Calderwood and Randy Couture. Uh, okay, so, and- so quick question. There's... Uh, five giant posters. Of those five giant oh, posters, no. how many of them do not feature Dominic Cruz? No, no. They, of the posters, 100%, those are all 100% Dominic Cruz fight, uh-huh. fight posters. But I'm talking about the stuff on my table and the stuff behind you that you haven't seen that's on the other... Oh, I've seen it. There's, there's. I'm sorry, six giant posters. One of them is a Dominic Cruz sweatshirt. It's not a poster. It's a sweatshirt. Right, but, but there's six giant framed things... Yeah. And five of them are posters, yep. all featuring Dominic Cruz. Yep. And the sixth is a Dominic Cruz uh, Alliance sweatshirt. It's a limited sweatshirt that he hand-autographed. They only made a few of them. So, yeah, I got one. What of it? <laughs> Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll talk to you soon. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Bye-bye. Hey, everyone. Mondo here. I just want to take the time to say on behalf of myself and Aaron that we appreciate everyone who's taken the time to listen to our podcast. We know there's hundreds of thousands of podcasts to choose from, but you took some time out of your day to listen to us ramble on. Please share our podcast, like and subscribe, follow us on all our social media platforms and all that jazz. Whether you love us, hate us, agree with our opinions or disagree, we still love you.